Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus, and bless our fathers. May this service, O Lord, our Father and our God, make us even to be more aware of our roles. And may we continue to do our best to please you. Thank you, Father, because I know that beyond my preparation, you will speak. And Lord God Almighty, may everything point to Jesus, who is the Lord of all. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Let me make a profound point. If nothing is gained from this message, please hold this dearly. The Bible is the one book you can trust. And you know that whatever is said in the Bible is true because facts are brought out without embellishments. And of course, it is the word of God. It has been tested and proven to stand as the only, the only infallible book in the whole world. A lot of people have tried to tear it down, but the more they try, the more we see that everything is woven together, unbroken. If what has been done against the Bible has been done to many other books of other religions, sincerely speaking, we'll see that the Bible will stand and that is the only book. Because this fact is true, it is now important for me to actually say this. God attested to Abraham's love for his son, Isaac. In the passage read to us, the Lord God Almighty said to Abraham, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. So we see here that Abraham loved Isaac, and God knew that it was genuine love. Love without any hypocrisy. Love shown to a son. The love of Abraham to Isaac was known by Isaac. That Isaac truly was loved by his father. And I believe sincerely that with the sacrifice that actually was to be made, as God had directed, Isaac could have resisted. Isaac could have fought back. Isaac could have actually wanted to preserve his life. And you know something? I wanted to know the age of Isaac at this time. And um, as I went through uh, so many writings and um, 
are concerning this, a particular book took, caught my interest, The Antiquities of the Jews. That is a historic book, historical book of the Jews. And they put the age of Isaac at this time to be 25. Others were saying it should be between 5 and 36. But this one says 25. Now, Abraham must be about 125 years old, Abi. Huh? And Isaac being 25, who will be stronger? Definitely Isaac. But somehow, I sincerely believe that Isaac did not in any way resist that which the father wanted to do because he knew that he could have confidence in Abraham who loved him so that he would not do anything to harm him, to hurt him without any reason. And therefore, I say to our fathers today, that by the grace of the Almighty God, if God will ask you this question, are you a godly father? What will your answer be? Can God attest to the fact that you love your children? Because a godly father will be a loving father. God is lover. God is not just a loving God. He is lover. Personified. Entirely lover. And a godly father must act like God. It is important for us to actually see few things that we need to do uh, in our love for our children. Um, there's a common saying that the best gift that you can actually give to your, to your children is to love their mother. And I say to our fathers today, please love the mother of your children. Love your wife. Father, love your wife. To those of us who might have gone through divorce, even in that state, I pray that you will not in any way say anything that is derogatory or that is actually disrespectful of the mother of your children. I pray that you'll be able to actually make the children to know that they have come from a good mother. It is important. It will help their emotions. It is important for you not to disgrace the mother of your children before them or before anyone else even in private. The bitterness of divorce must not in any way set in to make you to say anything that is not good of the mother 
of your children. And I beg you today, fathers, if you have ever laid your hand on your wife before, oh, that God will forgive you. And I pray sincerely that you will desist from it so that your prayers may be answered. There is nothing that actually shows a dysfunctional home than to see the husband and the, and the wife fighting, especially before their children. If you love their mother, sincerely speaking, you've made their life. The second thing, quickly, is that after having deep love for the mother of your children, oh, that you love your children unconditionally. I pray that you make your children to know that you love them, no matter what. I pray that even in this unconditional love, you will not in any way be permissive to actually allow anything to go. Because love must cover every action that you have, even for your children. I'm tempted to actually put my face here than to the whole church. But um, I'll resist it. Fathers, if any of your children that actually you love will do anything to displease you, then that child, you know, will know that he has actually stepped on the wrong path. It is important. It is important, fathers, to be a father to your children and not just to be a mere friend. Psychologists today would say that uh, we need to be friends uh, to, to our children and so on and so forth. Please first be a father. Then be a friend. Let your children respect you that you are the father of the house. Let them know that you are the one that actually would think things through. Let them know that when you talk, you talk authoritatively and with sense. Let them actually see you that even in the midst of your peers, in the midst of other fathers, you are respected when you speak. There are some people that actually will get up to talk. And people will not listen. But there are some, when they stand and they only cough, the whole place is quiet. I pray that you will be one of those who actually will be listened to because words of wisdom will come from your mouth. When this happens, sincerely speaking, your children will count on you. And I pray sincerely that no matter how busy you may be, Please have time for your children. No matter how busy you may be, have time for your children. Quality time. Have time for them to actually be there and using every opportunity that you have to make it good. 
It is not only for mothers to be with the children. Fathers should be. Be a provider. Be a provider. Providing the needs of your household. Tough times are here in Nigeria and we know it. But in the tough times, by the grace of the Almighty God, the Lord God Almighty will not leave any of you homeless. By the grace of the Almighty God, your table will not in any way be without food. God said, huh? or this, should I say, the psalmist says, I have been young, now I am old. I have not in any way seen the righteous forsaken. No, that children begging for bread. You will not beg for bread. By the grace of the Almighty God, you will not steal, you will not defraud anybody and by the grace of God uh, the Lord God Almighty would actually provide for you in such a manner that you have a stable home with love and affection please fathers value value the education of your children value the education of your children right from kindergarten or which one is actually before kindergarten right from there don't just read to them read with them be there to actually help them out in their homeworks and may I say this please fathers listen to your children as to the vocation they want to enter into listen to them I know some fathers will say no you must be a lawyer you must be this you must be that and so on and so forth they would satisfy you. I've seen this happen. I've seen it happen. Huh? You want me to go to law school? I'll go. You want me to be uh, a doctor? Huh? Okay, I'll be. After they've graduated and they have received the certificate, they will bring it to you and say, this is your certificate. And they will pursue that which they have in mind. Listen to them talk with them encourage them and you'll see that even uh, a footballer can be the best, best footballer in the world and your name will go all around oh are you the father of then you'll be proud to say yes I am which you never wanted your son or your daughter to do I pray sincerely also that please, in loving your children, never forget to discipline them. Discipline with love. Let them know that whatever you do is out of love. And please, I beg you in the name of the Lord, huh? be consistent by doing what you teach. And they will understand you to know the right way to go. Teach your children responsibility. Because you have money does not mean that your children can actually spend that anyhow, anyway. They need to know 
how to care for themselves. They need to be street smart. I think I've said this before. Many of our children today don't even know how to cross the street. Some of us grew up in this country when this country was not actually as rich as this. We traveled alone and nobody huh, would worry about us because we were trained to actually do this. Some of our children cannot go to school by themselves. Mm. And when they are out of this country, you worry so much about them. You must have a, you know, um, a guardian. Some of you are paying a lot of money to guardians who are cheating your children by not even providing what you paid for. And if these children at 18, 19, 20 cannot take care of themselves, what will become of them if the law should take you? Please, I beg you, let's do it right. Lastly, I pray that as a godly father, you will teach your children to know God and to serve him. Joshua declared openly, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And God said concerning Abraham that Abraham, I know he will teach his children to follow my steps, to follow my way. Can God boast of you that way? You need to exemplify Christ to your children. You need to be a Christian indeed. Come to church, love the Lord, and make them to know that indeed you are in the Lord. When they see you kneel to pray and they, you mention their names, sincerely speaking, it will go by far more than a lot of words of teaching. Don't leave this to the mothers alone. Fathers, I wish we can get about 10% of you in our vacation Bible school this year. To be a wonderful, wonderful experience. And I pray that you consider it. The wisest man that ever lived, apart from Jesus Christ, according to the scriptures, was Solomon. He wrote three books. The one that actually every one of us had gone through in one way or another is the book of Proverbs. Ecclesiastes we may actually abandon. Song of Solomon, many of us may, might not have even read any of it. But when you read Proverbs, you know that indeed this was written by a wise man. And guess what? Oh, did Solomon live according to what he wrote? No, sir. He deviated. He went the other way. No wonder there was rebellion 
in his household. Exemplify Christ. Love the mother of your children and sandwich it with the love of God. And the Lord God Almighty will bless your work in Jesus' name.